In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. It's a blustery March day, 20 mile an hour winds, 42 degrees out there. But you know what? We are inside in the fitting bay here at Golfdom. It is another season of the Capital Golf Gang, and we are presented this year by Golfdom. And it's really beautiful. Buddy Christensen is with us today. John Gould is on assignment, but the rest of the gang is here. Buddy, welcome, and thank you, more importantly, for uh, you know, sponsoring the, uh, the show this year. It's no, going to be fun. We're, we're excited to, to be a part of this and, and have always enjoyed listening to your show. And to become a bigger part is, is going to be a lot of fun. Do you like the fancy new set, Ron Thomas? Do you, I mean, it's like you feel like you're on the Tonight Show now, don't you? I, I do. I'm just a little <laughs> upset I didn't get a makeup application because I arrived a little late. Makeup artist is next. All right, John Rodas, how are you, my friend? I'm spectacular, say. It's right. great to be here. How's winter golf season going for the Loudoun County Raiders. Oh, we, Soon to we, be not Raiders. We play our last, yeah, we're the captains. Captains. We play our last match, last match of the season on uh, Thursday. And then we go into districts on, the, on April 5th. Was it that bad this over. year when you started in February? How, how'd no, the weather go? No, we got lucky. We got okay. a couple really good days, and then we got a couple days that were 38 degrees. But you know what? Yeah. It is what it is. Well, it's over now, and hopefully yeah. we don't repeat this thing ever again. We got a lot to talk about today on the show, including our usual quick nine, which is going to be fun. I think I got a good set of questions for you. Uh, John has also gone to some place I'd love to go someday. That's Michael Jordan's new private club yeah. in Florida, the Grove. Grove 23. Allegedly, drones deliver your drinks. Allegedly. It was a little windy the day I played, oh. so there were no drones out well, there. Well, you have to go back then. And bring uh, me yeah, to look prove forward it. to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. The last couple weeks on tour, boys, I think have been as good as it gets for anything non-major related. To have back-to-back weeks of Bryson and Lee was fascinating. And poor Lee Westwood. I thought I'd never say that because he was never really my cup of tea. But I really feel bad for Lee, West- Lee Westwood that he came up just short two weeks in a row. What was your big takeaway from the Lee and Bryson show over the last couple of weeks? Excitement. Okay. Excitement like I haven't seen in non-majors for a while. And I know the, the, the players is as close to a major as we can get. The excitement at Bay Hill of the drives and the crowds being back. I love what Justin Thomas said, Ronnie, because we've been talking about this at the end of it. And he said, they said, how was the pressure coming down? He goes, well, a hell of a lot more difficult with fans there than it was previous. Right. So it was so good to see the fans. It was so great to see the excitement. It was so great to see DeChambeau sticking his neck out and going for those drives. It was really exciting. And I'm, it, I think it really gets people revved up now for this season of, of new superstars. And I know Lee Westwood's not a new superstar, but the new superstars, it, it's going to be very exciting for the next next uh, season. Ronnie? Uh, it just reaffirmed my affinity for Lee Westwood. Uh, I am one of those guys. I, am, I bleed red, white, and blue, but I'm one of those guys that kind of secretly roots 
for the uh, Europeans. And they the all Ryder live in Cup. Orlando. It doesn't matter. You I, know, I, I know, said this to a buddy. I'm like, Rory's my favorite player. Yeah. He's as American as a cheeseburger. Yeah, I, he really is. <laughs> it's interesting, his accent. Uh, sometimes he really has that Irish accent. Oh, Other yeah. times right. he completely yeah. loses it. Right. He sounds like he's from Tallahassee. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, you so you were a Lee Westwood fan when it wasn't even cool to be a Lee Westwood fan. What's not to love about the guy? He's right. always carried himself so wonderfully on the golf course. I, I love his game. His golf swing has never been tinkered with. Over Him, the, Darren Clark, that's right. Faraday, those guys are just salt-of-the-earth guys. How can you not like them? That's right. You want to go have a beer with them, but I they think, will I try think, to rip your head off on the golf course. Yeah. But then as soon as it's over, let's go have a beer. I think Irishmen are more likable than Brits. Brits can be a bit prickly. Well, it's a Lucky Charms accent, really. But, but Lee Westwood is on the ultimate back nine mulligan of life now with his beautiful new soon-to-be bride. Yep. You know, he's found happiness, and hopefully he gets a win because, man, his bank account liked it, what, $2.5 million over two weeks? Yeah. But, and he's eligible for the Masters. I was thinking, oh, he's got to win to get in the Masters. He's actually in. Yeah, so that's yeah his good. world ranking's up there. I know. Well, yeah. buddy, and, and, buddy, what was the big takeaway, do you think, from the two weeks in a row of Lee Westwood, 47, and Bryson DeChambeau? Yeah, the big vanilla gorilla on the PGA Tour. Well, I think it obviously it's two different styles and it's mm-hmm. two different eras. Um, I thought Lee did not look very good early in his round on on Sunday. I believe it was at the Players, and he bounced back very nicely. So it was good to see because it kind of felt like he could go the other direction. But um, I mean, Bryson, I I waited to watch him tee off on number six uh, after they built this up on Thursday, Friday. You mean at Bay Hill? At Bay Hill. Yes. Yeah. I've got that video. We should look at it together because I thought it was one of the more spectacular non-major moments in a long time in golf. And by the way, amazing. are we – let me go around the horn here. I'm, I'm Bryson neutral, trending positive, and I used to hate the guy. Where are you, Bryson DeChambeau? Because I've got buddies who are haters. I'm willing to ride the ride with him. Okay. Because I'm going to hate him when he starts to pick on a uh, referee or something right. like that. Bending I'm willing rules, to ride the ride. Playing too slow, yeah. being weird and yep. nerdy. Yep. Uh, Ron, where are you at? Uh, I'm a fan. Okay. I'm a fan. The, things that, the one thing I do not like, which unfortunately comes up pretty often, is the, oh, are you kidding me? That bounce. You know, I, I've never enjoyed playing with guys that uh, that – Spout off. Ronnie, he's Spout following off. the science. Well, and when it doesn't work, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, let's trouble. not mention that phrase. <laughs> but, uh, and I know, assume, buddy, you're a fan of Bryson. No, you know what? I'm exactly where you are. Neutral. I was, I was a opposite of a fan of <laughs> Bryson for a long time. And, and I'm, I'm enjoying kind of watching some of the I, things Well, the he's thing doing. is, he's winning. I, I love Winning it. cures everything. It also ends all arguments, and it earns my respect. Because at first, when he hadn't won but once or twice, and he's doing all the science mumbo-jumbo, some of his science is wrong, actually. I was like, okay, this guy's an act. But he's winning, and he's winning at places where supposedly he shouldn't. That's respect. There are two things that I I admire tremendously about Bryson DeChambeau. One is his move with his driver under pressure, no matter how Mm. tight the hole is. It's full full speed. I mean, it's unbelievable. Secondly is... His clutch putts, the six to eight footers under enormous pressure, they drop. Some of my that, guys don't like the anchoring. Who cares? I mean, that's he can do and it, I, and you're allowed to do it, and he's doing it. But something that – see, I love when a guy you know grinds more than anybody else when it comes to practice. I love watching it 
pay off. Respect. Yeah. It's, right. a, it's a routine. Yep. It's repetition. And under the most enormous pressure you can imagine, he makes it. So here was the scene, and we'll just watch it here on the Jumbotron. Yeah, Paul, you like we'll the Jumbotron? Yes. All in the desk. Watch this. Just. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Listen to that. <laughs> and, I mean, that's out of Happy Gilmore right yeah. there. Yeah. Nobody does that. And this is the driver. It's awesome. I mean, and the fans. That, that is with, what, 25% capacity? Imagine that place at full. Last. But well, the, I think they're all there. Yeah, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. <at> that point. <laughs> all 25 capacities right there. Well, and don't forget, he won, you know, he won the USAM and, and some big oh. amateur events. And then he won, and then he went through a struggle, and then he won on, on tour, and it was all about his one link. By the way, this yes. year, this yep. year, the, the, the shot tracer is the best thing to happen to televised golf ever because it lets you understand the shot in full graphic detail. And look at this. Wow. That's okay. very Nicholas, Ronis. very Jack Nicholas, young Jack Nicholas. Take a look at it. And we don't teach it, which is amazing. We never pull up video of Jack Nicholas. But that hip rotation to the top, if you go back a few more frames there, and I know the radio can't see this, but the hip rotation there that you don't see as much with the younger players because they were starting to teach them to kind of anchor the hips and rotate the upper body, that is Jack Nicholas. Look at the heel off the ground. Oh, yeah. Huge rotation. High hands. High hands. High and hands. then it is, is then he rips a draw. Coiled like yeah. a monster. Yeah. <laughs> and then he rips a draw from here, so he drops it on the inside, and then kaboom. It's just awesome to watch. It really is. And it's hard to do. It's so hard to do to not – he's a long drive guy who's playing on the PJ Tour and winning. He's not duck hook, hooking every third drive 50, 60, right. 80 yards left. The, right. That is so hard to do. The thing that's really astonishing to me is just how much extension he gets away from the ball with the club parallel yep. to the ground while still getting the club up right. yep. into a parallel position yep. to the because ground. Because you have to to generate that speed. You need that width. And – he doesn't have a whole lot of wrists involved. So he has a little bit of downcock on the way down, but he doesn't have a whole lot of wrist because that's a variable that makes an inconsistent club face. So it's an amazing process. With Tiger on the mend, he's the number one star in the game. Yeah. Star. Didn't say best player. I'm just saying right now. Could maybe, who knows how long it's going to last. You compare him, though, to Brooks Kepka or Bruce Kepka, Bruce. that my buddy Mike calls him derogatorily because <laughs> yeah. he's such a zilch. Uh, Bryson has 10 times the star wattage in terms of personality, even though he's a goofball. Bit of the mystery, too. Kepka's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm playing this week, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's a great player. Uh, on to Lee Westwood, okay. So Helen's story is his fiance, and uh, obviously very happy. She caddies for him. Not the first wife or girlfriend to caddy on the PGA Tour, right? Steve Correct. Stricker's wife yeah. has done it. Nikki, Nikki has done. Oh, so Nikki Stricker. Yep. I believe there's been a couple others. Ken Green. Well, well didn't uh, he used to have his wife caddy? Patrick for him? Reed. Yes. Patrick, Patrick Reed's, Reed's yeah. wife yeah. caddied early yeah. on because they didn't have any other friends. Right. So here's the thing. They, <laughs> <laughs> but they also work cheap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for foot massages <laughs> right. and right. other favors Jeez. around the house. So she doesn't do anything in terms of yardage, green reading. Strategy. She is like the quintessential rented caddy. Show up, keep up, shut up. Is she a psychologist? Did they mention that? They, they were no, just saying. They were they just were, kidding. Was, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so here's Bryson, Mr. Science, digging and digging for all the numbers and everything else. 
and he's young, and he's strong. And here's Lee Westwood at 47. He's like, oh, I got my beautiful new bride. She'll do. Yeah. And he, he reads his own book. He reads his own yardage. And what's crazy is that he's got the carry distance written on his oh, That's fantastic. Did you know that? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at that, buddy. That's pretty cool. That is fantastic. Yeah, his nine iron has 152 on it. Wow. Because that's his maximum carry distance right. when it's hit correctly in wow. neutral conditions. And instead of trying to remember, he just writes it on yeah. Sharpie wow. on the club. Is this a new thing? I mean, uh, now, I is there a chance? He's, he's, he's is, done it for like a year. Is but there a okay. chance? I've never heard of anyone doing it, no, is my point. Right. But he'll go to a different facility. He'll hit balls with a track man at uh, you know, uh, Arizona, Florida, Colorado, and he'll write it on there probably that week. Oh. In other words, it probably has a relationship to where he is. So wait, so what, how does he get the number off? Well, I don't, His I don't know. His fiance's nail polish. Yeah, removal. <laughs> right, right. That's her role. That's why he Sharpie. has her on the bag. <laughs> I can imagine writing in Sharpie every carry distance week to week, and you got a billion numbers yeah. on your club. You're like, wait, which one is this? <laughs> and by anyway, the way, I just made that up, but it's, it, it could be something that. Okay. Yeah. The, the sh- quickly, the shot on sixteen was totally a turd in a punch bowl. His second shot. Oh, Lee on Westwood 16 at, at, at Sawgrass. Yeah, at yeah Sawgrass. where he put it in the bunker, and that kind of lost him the turn. Right, yeah. yeah. But he said that he knew that he couldn't get it over those trees, and or he said that something was going to catch those, those trees were going to catch it. You're talking the third shot. I'm talking the second shot. The second on shot 16. he hit in a bunker. Yeah, yeah. It hit the tree, right. so. Yeah, he hit it. Yeah, but he, yeah. he had, he had a, yeah. all he had to do is hit a little cut in there, yeah. but he didn't challenge. He said it. something that he couldn't get it high enough to get it over. Uh, the tree. Here's here's my net net about the last two weeks, and this is why the game of golf is the greatest game ever invented. Forty seven year old guy with a caddy who's his fiance, basically just carrying the bag, versus the young, strong superstar with all the science behind him. They're right there. Yeah. yeah, the game is very the great cool. equalizer because the game is played here in the six inches between your ears, right? Yeah, very Absolutely. true. It's very true. And you have to be careful with what you wish for. One other thing, because I wanted to add this: Did you hear Rory McIlroy talk about how his game has gone downhill because he tried to shoot for distance? Yeah, right? he did. so that that was dramatic to me. Now Rory yep. is wonderful because he is so honest. Yeah. He's too honest sometimes. Yeah. Don't yeah. admit that. That's right the Deschambeau effect, though. And now these guys are going into a, a stratosphere that they're not good at. And I just wish some of these guys would just keep hey, doing what they're good at. While I have us on my mind, Buddy, you own the best golf store in the country, and in my opinion. You have this guy who's bombing it, um, and everybody's talking about it. Have you noticed people coming in more saying, I want to hit it farther? More so now than before? No, I, I don't think so. It, okay. It's always, always been a, wanted it's that. It's always been why we go through TrackMan fittings is to maximize yeah. that distance. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's more at the forefront of that type of distance, yeah. but not necessarily nobody else is relating and, to that. And so. understand, Ronnie, to answer your question in the, the, how important the fitting is, the golf club has been maxed out now for like 15 years of how fast the ball's allowed to come off the face. Mm-hmm. So it all has to do with spin rate and launch angle and all that other stuff that has nothing to do with the speed of the ball coming off of it. So that's why a great fitting is so important. That's gotcha. why you just came here for your own. And yep. there's a spray bottle that adds another five yards. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. club's been maxed out. Right. There's a bottle. It's somewhere under here. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Pam. So uh, the last thing about the last two weeks, Justin Thomas wins at Sawgrass with one of the most 
I mean, heart-stopping five woods off of 18 at Sawgrass, a terrifying par four, and he did it by hitting this swinging, not quite rope hook, but Ronnie, as you, uh, you being one of the great practitioners of the right-to-left curve, you had to look at that and say, ah, my friend. Yeah. The yeah, old draw. Yeah. This the thing was shrimper. amazing, and apparently he was wearing one of those whoop bracelets that tracks heart rate, and they said it spiked as this ball. He's playing that big right-to-left looper. Starts Easy. curving. It Boom. got close yesterday. Oh, boy, that got an incredible first bounce. Yeah, it could have veered left. It's still going to go left, but it's, it looks like it's going to stay dry for the second day in a row. That's great. Wow, that's the longest five-wood on record. But Bones is right. That's where <laughs> it hit. That, that was fantastic. And the thing about Justin Thomas on Sunday, he hit a sling and rope hook on 16. 16, yeah. That didn't get more than 100 feet off the ground and ran like 80 yards. Yeah. Yep. He's a see, shot maker. Yep. And Isn't that great to see, Ron, that yeah. the, the, the so-called narrative of ball doesn't curve, nobody is a shot maker anymore, is not entirely true. No, it isn't true. First of all, going back to that clip, Azinger once again proving that he is the best in the business with the call. What'd you so like honest. about his call, uh, by the way? That's the longest five-wood in history. <laughs> the, genuine, I mean, the genuine excitement, right? Yeah. And being simple and not couching it in cliches. Yes. Like, wow. He'd stay dry for the second day in a row. Wow, that's the longest five-wood on record. But Moses <laughs> right that where it, He's just crazy. Zinger I do love Zinger. Yeah. Uh, but a, a little personal story. I've had many conversations with Mark Long, who caddied for Fred Funk, and I've also talked to Fred about when Fred won the tournament back in 2003, I believe, or four, when he won the players, the nerves. Uh, how Mark Long said he was so nervous to even pull the club out, the driver, yeah. and he wasn't hitting it. Yeah. He said it's yeah. the most nervous he's ever been was actually pulling it out of the bag. <laughs> on 18. On 18. Didn't and Fred hit a slight cut over the corner? No, Fred hit a draw. Oof. His play was he started at about 10 yards left of his target, but the adrenaline... Any other day, they said, any other tee shot, any other driver, that ball's in the water. He said the adrenaline oh. made that ball carry another 25 yards. Wow. As a result, he hit the longest drive of his life up to that point. That's, awesome. That's great. After that, that was Good it. stuff. It's great. All right, when we come back, we'll play a quick nine. We're here at Golfdom in the Callaway Fitting Studio. It is a absolute technological marvel. It's one of how many, three fitting bays in here? Titleist, yeah. TaylorMade, Callaway. Yep, and a ping. So we and got a four. ping, yep. four of them. Yep. Get to golf them, get yourself fit for the new year. All the clubs are in, and we are ready for the golf season. Our first edition of the Capital Golf Gang here on a glorious March day. We're back with a quick nine right after this. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. We are back at Golfdom. 
Capital Golf Gang, Zabe here with Ron Thomas, longtime captain of the Maryland Potomac Cup team, former Maryland Terrapin under Fred Funk, John Ronas of the Ronas Academy at River Creek. Book your lesson through him today. No, you do not have to be a member of that fine club. And Buddy Christensen, owner of Golfdom, the presenting sponsor of the Capital Golf Gang for 2021. All right, boys, a little game we like to play called a quick nine. Nine hypotheticals cooked up from my own fertile addled golfing nerd brain. Here we go. Hole number one. If Lee Westwood never wins another tournament, is he a World Golf Hall of Famer? Start from the outside in. John Ronas. I, I think so. I, I, I think so. I mean, you have to win a major. Which he hasn't. He hasn't. Yet. So is Colin Montgomery not in the World Golf Hall of Fame? I don't have the list in front of me. I usually just kind of eyeball it. So, in my opinion, I feel he, like he's he needs a major. He has not been a has he been a Ryder Cup stalwart for them? Yes, yes, he yes. has. In my opinion, he has contributed enough of the European game to the United States and the back and forth and the Ryder Cups and things like that that he's contributed enough to be a member of the Hall of Fame. True, is, I I agree, John. And if you're going to have quali- the qualification for the World Golf Hall of Fame, should not be based so much on winning a major or your accomplishments on the golf course. I think that Lee Westwood, through his way he's carried himself and what he's contributed to the game overall, uh, I think he belongs in the World Golf Hall of Fame right now. Buddy? I, I agree with, with both you guys. I and, and I don't know all the tournaments that he's won uh, in, in Europe, but I think he's won some big, big events over there Won a as well. ton on the European Tour. Doesn't have a lot of U.S. Tour wins. I nope. think he's got two. Does he but, have two? But it's a World Golf Hall of Fame. I know. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, if he's in, then Sergio's in. Oh, Sergio's, oh, Sergio's going to be in. Uh, Sergio. All right, Henrik sure. Stenson's in, right? Yes. Okay. Is Jose Maria Olazabal? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Really? Two, Absolutely. Two, you got everybody in your Hall of Fame. Two masters. Yeah. yeah. And a Ryder Cup. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I meant to say not Jose Maria Olazabal. I meant to say... Um, uh, the world's most interesting man, the other Spaniard. Jimenez? Oh, Miguel? Oh, no, 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 he's, he's not. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, hole number two. There is no good reason why seniors should get a discounted rate at a public or daily fee golf course. As Steven Crowder says, change my mind. Well, I, 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 I can't change your mind, but I think that a senior – uh, through life with different experiences has earned the right to get some discounts. I think anyone who fought for our country is able to get a discount, I think. What if they're not a veteran? Well, then they're just older. They're okay. a veteran and, of and, life. Um, and, and Ronnie? A discount. They're a veteran of Buddy? life. They've dealt with stuff. I'm neutral on this. I don't, I don't have any strong opinions like against that. it. But Business uh, owner. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to be you, smart. Let me tell you where this question came from. I actually uh, talked with, I met for the first time, a guy who bought a golf course that was outside his back door because he bought a house on a golf course in Wisconsin and it was going under. And he's like, crap. He was in the healthcare business. He's like, I got to buy this thing because I don't want to sit there and look at weeds. Yeah. Buys the golf course and starts getting into the internals of where they're bleeding money, losing money. And the, one of the first things he did is say, like, why am I giving seniors a discount? All they do is play golf all the time, take up my tee sheet, and the golf course doesn't know how old they are. And I said, that's a hell of an argument right there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of feel them on that. I, I think senior discount is one of these antiquated, seems like a nice idea notion that in today's world, you can't afford it. How about just no discounts? How about just we just live a world that's straight out in front of you? This is a price, no matter who you are, 
this is the price, and that's well, what we'll do. And make it fair. It makes sense to give juniors a discount because you're trying to grow the game. Yeah. Those you want to incentivize in, right? No. But <laughs> you're like, <laughs> no. no. I mean, okay. it's Parent, a tea time. Parents are paying anyway. Okay. It's a tea time. Hole number three. Should the U.S. Open add a special pre-tournament event to promote the game of golf, not unlike the par three contest at the Masters? I don't know what it would be. Do they need to do that? Yes no. or no? No. Because? Because it's a U.S. Open. It's meant to be serious. It is a U.S. Open. We don't need fun Stodge. and games before We're not the here tournament. for a good time. Yeah. We're here, We're here to, to win identify. a national championship. Yeah. Well, Come on, Zabe. I agree. Plus, I don't want the golf course to be seen before. I like to see the golf course for the first time, Ooh. have the preparation just – how about don't let the players see the golf course? No <laughs> practice rounds. There you go. No. That would make it harder, Ron. Well, of course. You want a hard would, test. No, In we, fact, no practice rounds and actually put tarps over the trees. Perfect. So you can't even see it with a drone. Oh, I like it. Now we're talking, like buddy. Yep. Um, no, I, don't they do the long drive thing at the PGA Championship? PGA. Um, That's and, their and, wrinkle. Right. But, but they do, didn't do, do that for like 30 years. Well, I know. And, and do we even really watch that? Do you even know who's won that? No, or care? but it's, so, it's I don't, I don't, there. But I, I, I'm okay. not in favor. I'm ready right. to go for uh, Father's Day weekend and watching the, the real yeah. U.S. Open. Yep. Hole number four. Throwing your golf ball angrily into a water hazard in frustration is essentially the same as throwing your club. It's poor etiquette that should be frowned upon. Yes. You agree? Any, any outward... Uh, acts of anger, especially in the tour level, should be ridiculed. Um, it's just unacceptable, what about and it's the a sign of level? weakness. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just talking on TV that other people right. can see, but yeah, it, it's a sign of weakness as far as I'm concerned. Ron? I think it's a stupid thing to do. Um, <laughs> I have a quick, quick story here. 1991, I'm caddying for Fred Funk at the Western Open, Cog Hill. Yeah. I was caddying for him the week before the PGA. He had me on the bag because I was caddying for him at the PGA Championship at Crooked Stick. We're paired with a guy named John Daly. Uh, again, the week before the at PGA. At Cog Hill. At Cog Hill. You uh, were on Fred's bag. I was on Fred's Turavet. bag, yes. Well, how is it 20 years of knowing you I've never heard this story? Uh, I have, a lot of sit- I have a lot of stories. Oh, you're sitting on all the good stuff. <laughs> I have Jeez. a lot of stories. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so we finished Quick the round. This is, well, this, is after, <laughs> yeah. this is after John Daly made a two on number six. A 600-yard par five dogleg left. John hits it over the trees and makes a two. But anyway, on the last hole, uh, John, uh, cocktail off to the side. I know. We knew the whole time. Uh, putts out takes his ball and throws it as far as hard as he can into the pond, throws it over the pond, misses, and it goes onto the other fairway. Wow. Classic okay. story. Uh, yeah. Buddy, is throwing your ball into the lake bad etiquette? <laughs> over. As a retailer, I want you to throw all your golf balls in the <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, Come on, throw your bag more. while you're at it. <laughs> Do it. Throw right. your irons. <laughs> throw your good. push cart. That's right. <laughs> Hold number five. How many bag tags are you allowed to leave on your bag? that show off all the fancy places you've been lucky enough to play in the last few years. What's that number? None. Ah. Wow. Yeah. I I just, what are we doing? Are we wearing 25 hats during the round two and (laughs) pulling out our logo golf balls? I mean, who cares? That's coming from a guy who's played some of the best golf courses in the world. I have, but I also haven't played a lot of them. No bag tags. What do you have on your bag? I have Pine uh, Valley. Pine Valley. When I play. Yeah, pretty special place. And I have Pinehurst number two. Nice. But you love it. My two favorite places. What would it take to knock one of those off? Augusta? Uh, Cypress? 
No, the, I would just add it to it. Oh, you would? Okay. Yeah. So what's the, at what point would you go, okay, this is a bit too much braggadocious? Uh, I, I would know based on the facility, the golf course, say, now nah, that doesn't warrant Or it. the weight Bull- of the bag. In other words, bully. <laughs> you know, once it's no. become just too heavy to carry. I see guys who have bully rock on there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good golf when course. You, when, you're does, walking, yeah. when you're walking down the fairway and sound like a wind chime, yeah. is it too many yeah. bag tags at that yeah. point? Right. <laughs> Buddy, what about you? you I, you've played a lot of nice places. I, I How many have, tags you got on your bag? I, I don't even know that I have one right now, but, but I don't mind one or two, and I do smile when I see it, and it reminds me of when being back there, but it usually won't last more than uh, a year or two, okay. and then you move on. Okay. And then you go retire them to the man cave, right? Yeah, sure. All right, hole number six, quick nine. If you had to pick two athletes of other sports to play a better ball match against two PGA Tour pros to save you from the electric chair, who would you choose? So I would choose Barkley. And uh, shoot, Barkley. Barkley, you're dead. You're dead, man. No, you're no, no, no. Oh, I have to choose. You have to choose. Two athletes are going to play tour pros. Oh, you didn't say who wins. Well, I thought the tour pros you, won. The, okay. the athletes are going so to keep you out of the electric chair. Okay, so I'm picking by beating Rick, tour pros. Rick Roden. <laughs> okay. Thirty years ago, and um, I'll take Jordan just because he might intimidate. Okay. Uh, someone, All right. or he'll he'll, he'll make him play their trash. golf course. Yeah, so I'll take them. I'll okay. take Roden because he's win everything. Yeah, I'm gonna go Smoltz and Marty Fish. <laughs> okay, I can't even <laughs> say Marty Fish Marty without Fish. laughing. <laughs> he wins. Does him, he? him and uh, Bobby Joe Oliver. They win the like, Salt Lake City Utah yeah, Classic. Yeah, they right? win the, uh, yeah. the the celebrity the or, century or place classic. kicker. Morton yeah. Anderson, Al, Al Del Greco. Yeah, Al, Al Del, Del Greco. Greco. Yeah. Uh, what about you, buddy? Um, I got to have Jordan in there because you got they really have no chance, right? But smack talking might get this okay. job done, yeah. so I got to have him in there. And uh, I, I enjoyed watching Peyton Manning uh, in the, one of those yeah. deals last Not year. Not bad. How too about, nice, though. What about Steph Curry? You guys are forgetting yeah, about Steph Steph's Curry, good. and he would be one too. Who are your two, Steve? Uh, Steph Curry and Al Del, Al Del Greco. Okay. <laughs> those are my two right there. Hole number seven. What is more satisfying? A low screaming punch out through the trees that misses everything and then boop, 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 up on the green or cutting the corner of a dog leg with your Sunday best. I've never hit a good drive in my life. It's so funny because I, I was going to say I've cut, never hit a good punch out. Yeah, I've life. never <laughs> cut a ball over a corner. I've never taken a dog leg out of play. I've punched a million shots, and I have those still in my mind. I'm going with that one. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can't remember the last time I hit a good punch out. Of the trees, and it's like the, the one that I'm saying, okay, you can't hit that big pine tree right there. You know how in Pinehurst, how it, you can hear it echo throughout. Sure, the sure. <laughs> Buddy? So. I, it's got to be the punch out. I mean, that's a good feeling. And, and first of all, you're in trouble now. We could, we, the wheels could come off. Right. And now we just got ourselves back in it. great reversal, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, second hole at Pine Needles, Malcolm McLeod Memorial, <laughs> me and Mike McGowan playing alternate <laughs> shot. I put in the trees left. We're about 180 yards away. McGowan hits this missile that just almost like one of the, you know, the jet speeders in the Ewok scene in Star Wars, misses every tree, and then rolls right up onto that turtleback green about 15 feet away. You should have seen our opponents. They were like, you got to be kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay, hole number eight. If a friend invites you to play golf in March and you tell him, nah, I don't play until the grass is at least green, is that a legitimate excuse no not at all no tell them the real reason you know (laughs) you gotta clean out the garage 
Well, then you shouldn't be playing any athletics at all. I mean, wow. Yeah. Well, you're staring right at a guy who just yeah. used that excuse. Well, you Uh-oh. should quit all to sports. <laughs> <laughs> to one I'm not backing down. To one Steve Buckhans who said, he goes, hey, man, it's going to be nice ones. Do you want to play? And I go, nah, I don't like it when it's not at Green well, Hall. And there's he, a story behind he that. Was, he was gobsmacked, Ron. He was like, what? Yeah, and but I said, no, that's how I feel Zay, right now. the thing about it is I'm not ready. he likes the grass when it's just kind of a little bit dormant because the ginty. Oh, we'll get down gosh. into that turf. When it starts Got to get it. fluffy, it's too high on that ginty okay. wooden club face. I don't Ron, know. You, you're an all-year warrior. I, uh, I was going to say, I'm, I play every day. Exactly. So, buddy. I, you know, it, our customers in general are playing in, in different weather nowadays, and, and I think they have an appreciation for um, – Playing on a on a day like today is okay, right? It's what? Not, it's not it's ideal. Forty two and it's, thirty. It's okay. It's better than sitting at home, stuck at home, right? Well, there right. is tournament games on today, so there's. Yeah. That. Well, there is today. Is right. does today's have a little tough. All right, last one, quick nine. Hole number nine. Name one golfer who you would give up an entire year of playing just to have eighteen holes alone with them, talking about the game, life, anything else. That's a great question. I, I think honestly, I think. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, for me, it would have been Jack Nicklaus. Um, it's just an amazing life for mm-hmm. me. Um, but modern day, I still, I, I think I'd have to say Tiger. Anyone alive? Okay. Ronnie? Uh, Mickelson. Wow. I don't know why. I just, I'm, I'm, there's something about Phil that I really like. Okay. Buddy? It, it would be Jack, just to be able to chat with, all the stuff he's done, all the, the championships he's won, but also from a golf architecture standpoint yeah. would be pretty cool. For me, it would be the Mary F. and Max, Lee oh. Buck Trevino. Wow. Yeah. Love that dude. Yep. Yeah. And he's still in good health these oh, days, yeah. which yeah, is nice. He's, a, he's an absolute treasure. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk about John Ronis's trip to Jordan's new private course in Florida. Ron's going to update us on what he's been doing this winter and whatever else he's got on his mind. And, buddy... Uh, maybe you can throw out a Naked Lady Tea special for our listeners, all right? Here at Golfdom, something like that. Sure. Stay with us. We're back with more of the Capital Golf Gang right after this. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. Of those items, Buddy Christensen, how many are in this <laughs> store right now? I need to know. We've got a few of them, but not many of them. We, hey, we got a new audience of golfers, Dave, so we got to make sure that... Uh, Got you ball know, retrievers. Got, what about is the alien wedge still around? That's a TV no, special only. You don't care. Yeah, that they, the that's not around. Double iterations. Double sided. Yeah, there, there are iterations <laughs> of it. Yeah. There, Callaway makes one. Yep. There's some iterations of that Cleveland big soul okay. club, yeah. which is okay. good actually. Yeah. Is there a new, interesting sort of concept novelty club that's out now from a major manufacturer? Uh, when you say novelty, kind of out there type of setup, I can't think of one that's right now. It's it's you know. I saw a really weird novelty. It was called a two iron. 
Yeah. Two well, iron. Mm, they, don't, yeah. they don't make yeah. that anymore. Yeah. They, uh, they don't even make three, three irons, irons anymore. Three really yeah. being made. Correct. But and then the next thing to go will be four irons. Well, they, everybody, a lot God. of people are playing the driving irons. But, buddy, how is, how's business? Are we still riding the wave, the COVID wave? We are. I think this, this, the industry's in for another good year, uh, knock on wood. But, but I think um, people have embraced the game in a, in a weird, funky time, and, and I think they're, they're committed to it now. And uh, we saw it. Through the winter, a couple little uh, snaps of very cold where you couldn't play. But other than that, most of the time you could play this winter. And, and we saw people um, coming in throughout the whole whole time. So it's really good. And we're excited that we're we're here at, you know, March into April and Masters. And You know what I love? Go. I've been in here a lot lately, as you know. You mm-hmm. have plenty of staff, one. But most importantly, your staff is so knowledgeable. Uh, John, who did the fitting for yep, my son absolutely. just the other day. Is it John Pack? Is that yep, his name? that's it. That guy has such enthusiasm. He's so positive, and he knows the golf swing. So I, when I brought Winston in here, I left, you guys. You your know, son. I'm not gonna, yeah, my son. I'm not going to stick around during a fitting. John, you know, he can mention. I said, John, work on his grip a little bit. So he knows the golf swing, yeah, too, sure. on top of absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, and, and uh, he keeps it fun and, and – teaches people a little bit about what they're they're seeing on the screen and the great thing is the clubs that we wanted him to get fitted for you just happen to have in the back and that's great instead of having to order and wait what now three four months for a set of clubs it's it's up there it's it's kind of scary depends on the company yeah yeah why why is there such a delay supply chain stuff Mm -hmm. Um, stuff? down to to grips i mean i was talking to john earlier if you want to buy a new set of clubs, we'll ask you two or three grips that you may want on that because that can stifle the whole no order. No kidding. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And it's pretty crazy. But Well, luckily, um, I make my own grips out of squirrel hide. Yeah, it's good. Go. It's well, something that Sam good. Sneed taught me yeah. in uh, West Virginia. They're great when they get wet. They're great. <laughs> they are. They're yeah. very tasty. In fact, you want, you want them wet. And they're easy to find up there in Round right. Hill. They're on the road all over the place. So I take my irons down to the creek, and I dip <laughs> yeah. them squirrel hide irons mm-hmm. in there, and they're nice and tacky. Yeah. All right, so I want to hear about Michael Jordan. (laughs) I'll hear about Michael Jordan's (laughs) private club, The Grove. First of all, you using your connections to high places, I won't mention the names, to get down there, unless you want to mention them. I, I don't, know, I don't, I don't need to mention them. I don't humble I mean, brag for you, yeah. but if you want to give them a pop, I, I will tell you that I will, I will tell you that I, I promised Mark Lerner, the owner of the Nationals, um, that I would come down because he's he's lost his leg to cancer, right. and I've been working with him ever since he, uh, before that, and ever since he lost his leg. So I promised him that I'd come down to play. Right. And um, so we uh, by down. This is in Florida. This, he's this in is, West Palm Beach. Right. This golf during course spring is train called and, the Grove, <clears throat> and Michael Jordan. Help build it from yep. scratch. It's, it's called the Grove 23, oh, right. and it's in Hope Sound, and it was a former uh, orange grove um, that he bought the land and he built it. Now, Mark is not the, the member there. Uh, Bruce Levinson, uh, who is a person that I uh, taught at Woodmont for years. Former owner of the Atlanta Hawks, I believe. Is yep. that right? Hawks yeah. and Thrashers, and he's the nicest guy on the face of the earth. They're all very nice. And then Alan Bubis, who's... Also, he's kind of the mayor of golf, basically. Yes. Anyways, we played. Um, Bruce was nice enough to host us. Uh, it's, it's a treat. I mean, it's just a treat. It's a two-and-a-half-mile driveway. There's nothing going on there. You drive in, you know, you're at the gate. You get there. What kind of ball would you like to hit on the range? You know, so they, they hand you whatever you want to uh, hit on the range. One. Yeah. Um, 
and here are the cool things, right? So the golf course. The golf course is, is very nice. He wants it to be a Lynx-style golf course. So it's about five years away from the, all the grasses growing up at a high level so that you have that wispy, he wants a kind of a Shinnecock feel to it. Okay. But, you know, you're in Florida. It's relatively flat. The condition of the tees, fairways, and greens were impeccable. The greens mm-hmm. were rolling at about a 13. Um, it's Florida. It's relatively flat. Um, no trees at all. No. From what I saw. Not a tree. Pure and, links. Yep. Right. River, little um, um, things that they obviously water the, the fruit with, little dam things that canals. run down the canals. Yeah. They run down the sides. It was really cool. The clubhouse is beautiful, but it's the ambiance. You know, everything's kind of outside. The, the clubhouse is basically outside. Right. And um, the people that are walking through there, there's 110 members right now. He's going to cap it, I think, at 120. You get there, your name's on a locker if you want to use it. And just all the stuff you would expect from a place like that. Um, but here's the cooler thing about it, I really think. First of all, no governors on the cart. They, they had to be going 35 miles an hour. Really? You can get one of those motorcycle things. I think you guys might have saw that video. You that sent I us the video on that. Yeah. Um, and you drive your carts basically, you know, kind of like there are no cart paths. You just kind of drive up right next to the green right, and yeah. where you want to, right? And at one point I turned to Bruce and I said, so Bruce, this is the kind of place where there's not really any rules, but the only rule is just don't be an ass. Yeah. Right? Don't do anything to get kicked out of the club. Right. Just don't be an ass. You don't right. have to stay 30 feet from the greens. You don't have to, we don't have to put things out there. You should know at this point, if you're even a member here, how to control yourself on a golf course. Right. And reportedly, there's a drone that will deliver yeah. drinks. But I think it was so. too windy. It's definitely too windy when we play. Okay. But there's, you know, there's the refrigerators out there. You just grab stuff. Yeah. But here are the cool traditions. So uh, the first one, and Bruce ended up getting a hole-in-one two days later. But when you get to a par three on the flag is embroidered anyone who got a hole-in-one who's a member on that flag. Okay. So when we got there, it was, uh, he showed me the green that we got to. He said, there's Justin Thomas who had ah. made a hole in one on this hole. And he goes, can you imagine if it says Justin Thomas and, and Bruce Levinson? That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was cool. The, the markers are the colors of the teams that he's played for since high school, minus the Wizards. So there's light blue, there's Whoa. red. Wait a minute. Yeah. So he still holds a grudge against the Wizards. I think he eight. might. I think he might. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and then the, the ball markers are there's three Three circles here, and then three circles here, kind of staggered. Those are the six rings oh, that he's had. And nice. each day they change the, they can slide the numbers in the circle, and they change the numbers to the exact distance of that day. Okay. The scorecards are printed each day to the exact distance from where the T's are and the pin is that okay. day. So it's those little things. I that, saw ice cubes that had a silhouette of his Jumpman logo in the ice cube. Oh, I had a drink. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't notice that. How was yeah. the thirsty? It was actually really good. We had, I hope we had, so. I can't remember what I had after, but it was And you know what Ronas really is very happy about with? John Ronas told me that he played the best round of golf that he's played maybe since college. Uh-huh. And what a great place to do that. That's awesome. I did play a really good round of golf. That's great. I, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. And I know he's got that golf in him, Ronnie. I, well, I might have well. actually figured something out, and it took me a long time. But anyways, it's, it's a treat. Um, I appreciate just the opportunity to – to do this kind of stuff, it's amazing. That kind of stuff, this kind of stuff, this is what golf has provided for me. And um, nice. it's just an amazing, uh, I have I've very what's nice the, friends. Uh, what's the initiation, dare I even ask? So I asked, I asked actually because Alan, who's a member at, um, uh, oh shoot, um, uh, I, I'll, I'll come up with it. He, their club, 
they just pay an init- a, a, a fee at the beginning of the year, and they walk up and grab drinks and do whatever they want. There's no other addition from that. Um, I asked Bruce if that's how this place worked, if it's like add it up at the end of the year and split it. He said, no, they have a structured model fee that they pay at the beginning of the year, and it, you know, whether it goes up or Emerald Dunes is where... Where yes. Alan's a member mm-hmm. at beautiful club, but that oh that's cool. There, there's the ice cube with the silhouette. Yeah, so in there. they set it. They set an amount, and the initiation fee I'm sure is very high. Which I wouldn't ask anyone what the initiation yeah. fee was. But you have to ask. You can't afford it, kind of. Yeah, like. but okay. it was um cool. it, it was a really really quite a treat. Was, Ron, I appreciate it. The the uh, practice facility was there anything that blew you away as far as that went? The practice facility was outstanding. What did it blow me away? No, it would be what I would expect from um from that caliber, but it was, it was spectacular. It was probably with the driving range and then the two different practice facilities, it was probably a total of about 10 acres. Okay. Cause the Titleist executives were leaving the PGA show last year to go see that mm-hmm. practice facility yeah. for something they wanted, uh, that they're going to emulate in It's Europe. somewhat, okay. It's somewhat actually similar to what they have up in New Bedford. Okay. Um, that kind of setup where it just covers every, it's a it's a playground of the rich and famous but once you step on campus there you better kind of just yeah. tone it down right and just be one of the boys but those are the best clubs yeah right? it's just uh it, it's, yeah, i know it's just very cool ronnie what have you been up to these uh, days you know more so than any years in the past i've been getting clubs dialed in different clubs i bought those callaway epics they went too far the epic forged Went so, too far. Uh, like, How about that, hey, buddy? John can mm-hmm. attest to that. Went that too far. Really hot. My seven iron's going 185 to 90 yards. Sounds and it's just because it's dead now, it's not good. <laughs> so, uh, so I went to the Ping G425. I've been trying to make sure I spend money with Buddy and spend money with my guys, Duke's Golf in okay. Annapolis. What, they about, don't what have, about Johnny here? They don't have this. <laughs> I got a family. I got a dog just had $10,000 surgery. I know. I, I mean, come on. I don't know how your gig works. Yeah. You take care of the lessons. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, All right, fair enough. And getting my son dialed in with clubs, and we're completing the purchase of our place down in Pinehurst, so that's been taking a lot of time. And more shameless self-promotion, I've also uh, joined a club in Virginia, so I've at the Williamsburg Golf Club, and I've been down oh, there good. a few times. You're a two-club guy now? I, well, I'll be a three-club with Pinehurst and right. our club. But I'm, I'm so glad I'm your friend. Right. Am I still your friend? <laughs> right. you Am I still your buddy? Okay. But, but, but Stay close to you. You join a lot of clubs. I like it. But the reason that I joined Williamsburg Golf Club, not only because it's a wonderful place, but because it's allowing me now to play in the Virginia State Golf Association events. Oh, and good. getting older like I am, I'm not able to compete at the level that I need to with some of these, you know, the kids so at Virginia, the U.S. Amateur. So I now get to play in the Virginia Senior Amateur, the Virginia Senior Open. Even though you're not a resident? Just have to be a member at a club. Wow. Okay, that's good. I like it. Yeah, plus I want to play against Buddy in A-Team. That's one of my I goals, like too. Buddy, how's things, just, how's things at Westwood? Yeah, uh, you should check it out. I'll, I'll show you some pictures. Is the grass this. green yet? They Otherwise, are, I'm not yeah, interested. Yeah, that's right. We've <laughs> already set that. <laughs> it's far from green. As a matter of fact, they've they tore the whole putting green up. They're re-situating that over closer to the first tee. It's it's pretty unbelievable how much work they've done last month. And like I said, I'll show you some pictures. But the golf course looks like it's going to just be spectacular yeah. this year. So maybe we'll we'll take a come on take a day and and get us all out there. I uh, I rejoin Loudon, Mr. Ronis. <laughs> I'm back in. Just Sorry, like the mob. I just fell off my chair. Like, like, like the mob, you know, right when they think you're out, they bring you back in. Now with my new schedule, I'm not tied down on the radio oh, in the right. afternoons. Yeah. That's right. I am going to wear out that little quirky gem of a golf course with 
perfect greens at, uh, every afternoon. Good. Five minutes from the house. That's the kind of thing. They say if you're going to join a club, it better be close to where you live. Because you join a club that's far away, you quickly find out you don't go there. Well, the cool thing As is much. also there. They already think you're a member because you use a chipping green every day. I know, so I know. There, there was no rejoining. I feel like I owed it to him to rejoin because yeah. for the last year I've been at the chipping green every day. So. Well, you know, my advice to you, Zabe, is enjoy whatever golf for all of you guys. You know, it's to enjoy the golf club. To like enjoy everything about it well, that's the thing. for what I, it has to offer. I need to become one of the basement lizards down right. there in the in the grill room. Yeah, you know? don't expect <laughs> anything. Don't more. you don't you people have homes? <laughs> my, my, uh, yeah, but my wife is there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my advice to, to private club members is just like what you have and yeah. appreciate and take advantage of it. And don't think you need anything anymore, any special. Steve, how are your hands? How is your... Uh, coming along. Hopefully, they'll be okay. Uh, switch medications, trying to live a better life. Thank you for asking, Ron Thomas. Rheumatoid arthritis, Lyme disease. It's not fun. Don't get it. Uh, make sure to check for ticks uh, and take care of your body the best you can. You get older quickly, and you're like, wow, I wish I felt better right now to swing a golf club. Buddy, you have Sim 2, you have G425s, you have everything in. Mavericks, uh, Epic Speeds. I was getting to that. Apex Pros. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to remember if anything is left. I think everything has now launched right now. So, um, yeah, it's all ready to roll for the season. Yeah, and again, the radio can't see this. This place is so cool. It is. It's like I was thinking, wouldn't you just like to live like, just like, wake up and walk down here. Just be, this be your house. Yeah, well, if you work here, you're like, huh, another day on the shop. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, that's the case, right? does live here anyway. You yeah, it's a golf course, but <laughs> it's so cool. No, it's a beautiful golf shop. You should come on down Tyson's Corner, Virginia, uh, right next to the old Herman's Sporting Goods, not far from a flip wedge from the old Herman's there. <laughs> um, and then the car wash where I think you can get, you know, some souvenirs from. I don't know what that car wash is. Great car wash, though, right around the corner. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what about the shakies? You know, oh, the show, the right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, God, so many times little league right yeah, absolutely. buddy absolutely shaky's there so i gotta end on this first of all any last thoughts before the big closing number no okay did you guys see the pga tours we're gonna show every shot attempt at the not attempt but their new program they can show every shot of every player but, did you see it at the at, at the uh players yeah. championship mm-hmm. yeah. did you see the rory sabatini jordan speed thing no i didn't see it i, I read about it it's unbelievable, yeah. buddy. No, I didn't see that, Ronnie. I, no, I'd he, show he you, hit it through him, right? I'd show you the video, but it's been scrubbed from the internet. That's right. Oh, wow. I went to look at it, and it's been taken off aggressively. So by the yep. PGA Tour, huh. apparently, so, he, tell it, Dave. So the first thing they told the players was, "Look, we're doing a new thing. Every player, every shot, every hole. There'll be cameras. There'll be mics. Watch what you do. Watch what you say." Spieth is on two. Doesn't see Sabatini, who I can't believe is still on tour, in the right tree line. Hits a big flare. They yell four, but it clatters in the trees, startling Sabatini, who's waiting. And, of course, Sabatini being a classic hothead, a guy who once played through his own partner, Ben Crane, (laughs) at the Congressional. uh, Congressional. He uh, turns around. He's got the arms. Oh, my God. The mics pick up Spieth, who was playing with Morikawa, saying, oh, wait, who is that? Oh, my God, is that Sabatini? The worst guy I could have chosen. (laughs) They then start chattering like, okay, well, let's see. Hopefully he'll hit a good shot. Nope, nope, bad shot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the reason you hit a bad shot. And he turns around and glares at him again. And then when things got really awkward was Spieth started talking about how Sabatini was asking Morikawa 
to say hi to his girlfriend for him. And it was awkward and kind of cringy. He's like, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why he was saying, say hi to your girl. He's like, so-and-so, Carolyn or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. She's not even here. And it was so weird and awful. Everyone on Twitter, no laying up. All these guys are like, oh, boy, this is good. Boom, boom, boom. PGA Tour took it down. I had a backdoor link that I saved on my computer. I went to it today. That's gone wow. now wow. as well. You wow. got to see it. It's hilarious. Wow. Wow. And the meeting between Spieth and Sabatini next time they meet is going to be awkward. One wow. thing you had put, I, I know we're short on time. One thing that you wanted to talk about, but we didn't get to, I'm going to bring it up quickly. The LPGA with the the notion or the thought process that they want to make the golf courses easier, I think it's just absurd mm-hmm. that they want to go that way. Why? Route. Because the golf courses are short enough, and these women are wonderful golfers. They're incredible players. They don't need to shoot 59 or 60. Did you read the argument in Golf Week? Course nope. setup is holding back women's golf, in part because there's too many hybrids being trundled up on the greens. Too many long irons. It's not representative of how the men play the game, where you can have scoring chances and throw mid irons or short irons into tuck pins and make birdies. A lot of the reason that these clubs are being played is because they have so many of them in their bag, for one, but because swing speed is not an important component of women's golf, especially South Korean golf. It's more of a no, but tempo. I get it. That's to hit hit the ball ball well. I agree. They hit it beautifully. But the fact is, if you swing the club at 20 more miles an hour faster, the spin rate increases drastically, and the ball can land over a bunker and stop. So if you're going to have the same conditions, uh, you know, like they a few years ago they played Pinehurst for the men's and then the women's U.S. Open, you can't expect a woman from 130 yards to hit the ball and stop it on the green. So you're going to have to set it up differently if you want the same result. But I'm with you, actually, Ronnie. I don't think there's a necessity to do that. They're but shooting good numbers. Yeah, you're still not going to have a spin well, rate. What do you think, Steve? Well, here's what they say. They say there's been 52 scores of 60 or better on the PGA Tour, including 11 59s and a 58 from Furyk. By contrast, there's only been six scores of 60 or better on the LPGA. And 159, that's Annika Sorenstam. So 52 to 6. Now, that might just be needless scorekeeping, like, hey, we want to be exactly equal to the men. Or maybe they've got a point. Maybe the courses are not set up appropriately. I think it has to do with the fact that there are no American women that are They're just searching, they're searching the, yes. for something yes, to, to, to bring it more excitement yeah. to the game of women's golf. And the problem is, you're right, Ronnie, it's... it's the game's being they're going to have to go after some sort of different marketing scheme and really come up with that because you can't change what's out on the golf course. Well, and, and how many people have shot 59 now? I remember when I grew up, it was one, right? Al yeah. Al 59. Guyberger. And yeah. it was that for so long. Right. But now I couldn't tell you if it's been six guys who've done it or, or 15 yeah. or whatever. It, it kind of doesn't matter at that point. The it's, women's game is wonderful, in my opinion, to watch. I love watching the women play. So I don't. So. You so that, that's, that's what we're getting for. And it's not because they're not outstanding golfers with beautiful oh, golf the swings. The girls. To me, so there's well. no dunks, okay? And that's what the men have, in my opinion. They have a dunk. Yeah. Put that in golf however you want, whatever what you your mean. dunk is. So that's why I don't watch it. I won't stop and watch it. It may not just I'm be with length. It's it good. may be where the pins are put. It may be a bunch of other things. I just don't know why this wasn't perhaps an internal thing because – 
they should bring it up with their own board. I mean, I you know, agree. If you don't like yeah. the course setups, you think it could be better, then take it internally or take it public. I don't know. Boys, what a fun run it was today, and it's nice and warm in here. It's going to get warm outside eventually. Mm-hmm. Buddy will be here for the first couple weeks of the season. We are going to take the Capital Golf Gang set and the big, hunky Jumbotron desk out and about in the community. We can't wait. John Ronas, Ron Thomas, thank you for being here. Book a lesson with Mr. Ronas over at the Ronas Academy, River Creek. Ronnie, Godspeed to you, and uh, let me know when that place in uh, Pinehurst is closed. I'll yeah. come down and check <laughs> it right. out. That's right. I'm coming, too. <laughs> and, buddy, your advice to people wanting a fitting is get on the books early because it's busy. Yes, that's great. I love it, guys. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Capital Golf Gang right here on the Team 980. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants.